Hey guys, just jumping on real quick here to talk about Anchor. If you haven't heard of it, Anchor is through Spotify. It's one of the easiest ways just to be able to produce a podcast. It's got everything you need in just one place. So Anchor has the tools. It allows you to record, edit, do everything you need to make a podcast right from your phone or your computer. And when hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcasts on different platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many different more. It's an awesome tool. I love using it. I've been using it for a little bit now. And the cool thing about it is it's absolutely free. So if you're interested in starting up a podcast, if you're interested in getting involved in podcast work, then download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Narcissists like to isolate you. A lot of times they do it with a victim mentality, obsessive mentality, dividing mentality, financial mentality, controlling plans mentality, and disrupting plans mentality to be able to control you and to be able to manipulate you. Did you feel in the relationship with the narcissist that you were isolated? Did you feel like you were all alone? Did you feel like there was no one else out there that could understand you, that could relate, or that was even going through the problem? Sometimes you might have thought like, hey, maybe this relationship, maybe this marriage, this is out of the norm. Like no one else struggles like this. Like I don't see anyone else having these issues. So it must just be me. It must just be our relationship. And you end up not opening up to anybody else and not communicating to anyone else. Today, I want to talk to you about isolation with the narcissist and not just, hey, we've gone through crazy life that's been isolated, but also how they isolate you. And we're going to talk through six different mentalities that a lot of times a narcissist will use to create isolation and to keep you in isolation so that they can control you and so they can keep getting supply from you on a day-to-day basis. If you guys are new here, my name is Ben Taylor. I'm a self-aware narcissist on this platform to provide awareness, growth, healing, and change. And do that in multiple different platforms by dropping content every single day. You can check us out on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, LinkedIn to be able to see some of the small videos that we drop just to help provide awareness and answer a lot of questions. The goal is to bring clarity of the crazy making and the confusion that you've been going through. I try to do that every day as I interact with people all across the globe. I get the privilege of working with different clients everywhere that are dealing with this problem and trying to help them break free and to be able to get out from the crazy relationship that they just got out of or that they're still stuck in. So I work with clients to get out of those relationships by first off, like breaking the trauma bond. Like what is a trauma bond? Like the toxic idea of like, hey, this person I know is bad for me, but I wanna keep going back to him. And so I keep doing, and you get in a cycle and you're not sure like, how do I get out? How do I actually leave the narcissist for good? Well, you have to change your story in order to change your life. And freedom first comes in the mind before you can actually get out. People have been out of relationships for years and they're still trapped because they're still trapped by the story that they tell themselves and the freedom that hasn't happened. I work with people to get through the rumination phase of like, how do I get through that addiction place of, hey, it feels a little bit more like peace because I'm not getting actively abused, but it doesn't feel peaceful because I'm still thinking about them. I'm still going back. I'm still going through the detox phase of getting away from an addictive person. And then I try to help people build those boundaries back up of what do boundaries actually look like going forward? Are they reactionary? Are they actionary? Like, what do they actually look like? Who am I going forward? What's that going to look like? And how do I set a boundary so I don't go back? So I don't just get free, but then I also make sure I can't go back and I don't go with another person that's toxic as well. If you want to learn more about that, if you want to look at the coaching, stuff like that, feel free to grab onto my website, Raw Motivations, or download the NARC app. We do have discounts in there and also a lot of other things going on. So the NARC app is $20 a month. And what it is, is you get a monthly group coaching call 
Okay, that's what a lot of people charge just for the group coaching call. You get a group coaching call, you get weekly lives that are dropped in there. You get member exclusives as we drop a journal that's coming out, as we drop different merch, different things like that are going to be going to the NARC app first. Uh, you also have not just that, but you have a way to be able to engage with people in a secured environment to be able to communicate what's going on in your life, to be able to ask advice, to be able to share your story, to be able to interact and say, hey, I don't, I'm not alone anymore because I've got all these people that are helping support you on your growth. You can check back in for accountability of every day, like log in and say, hey, another day, no contact. I don't need you to stay no contact for the next 20 years. I just need you to stay no contact for today. And then tomorrow we'll worry about that and focus on that one day at a time. It's a place to log and journal your truth. A lot of different things and there's a lot of different things coming. We've got multiple courses on there that different creators have done. Different creators are still working on that we're producing. Uh, healthy dating after abuse. You feel guilty, like dealing with the guilt after abuse. Um, boundaries, gaslighting. A lot of different things are stuck in there. So we'd love to have you check that out. Download the NARC app. Just type in N-A-R-C. Stands for Narcissistic Abuse Recovery Community. And if you want to just download it, just to check it out, it's perfectly free to do so. Um, you can download, you can look us through a couple of the lessons. You can see the nine traits of NPD and what it actually looks like. That's all free on there for you to be able to digest and be able to help at least get some clarity about what's going on. Anyways, isolation with a narcissist, okay? Seems like recently, like narcissists have come out of the woodwork, right? Like we didn't seem to have as many narcissists and all of a sudden, boom, like all narcissists everywhere, right? Well, the pandemic didn't help anything. They all, they didn't increase narcissists out there. I think a lot of times it just revealed. It revealed a lot of toxic culture and toxic people that have been ingrained in life, but haven't been shown because of the fact that everything was either going their way or we we're so disconnected from the people in our lives that we weren't able to see the toxic traits that were happening. The pandemic did something that you know, no one else could have as it took a control away from millions of people of, of wondering, what am I supposed to do next? How am I going to live? How am I going to provide? And a lot of that control activated some of the aspects of the narcissist not being able to have control of what's going on because now they're stuck at home or they're stuck in a different environment that they didn't want to be in or that they didn't like. Because you have to remember with narcissism, it's always about the mask. It's about the image that I put out there. And if I can't control that image, then I'm going to be, I'm going to be exposed to shame. I'm going to be exposed to guilt. I'm going to be exposed to responsibility of stuff that I don't want to be responsible for. So I have to be able to keep that mask up to be able to hide it. With the mask comes the aspect of control. I have to be able to control the mask. I have to be able to control your perception of the mask. So as a result, you see a lot of times the narcissist ends up trying to control you by isolation. Now, Quick side note before we jump into the six mentalities of how a narcissist isolates you. One thing is a lot of times people think like, no, like the narcissist would like, they'd never tell me no. I'd never be in a relationship where someone would say I couldn't go see my friends or I couldn't go do that. Like that's stupid. And a lot of times you'll have people on the outside that don't really know what they're talking about that play down the victim mentality of like, hey, like that's ridiculous that someone would ever say no, I would never tolerate that. And one thing I want to like mark really quick is the majority of people say that either one, don't have a clue of what they're talking about, and two, are super naive to think that a narcissist actually works that way. The majority of the time, a narcissist won't come out and just say, no, you can't hang out with people or no, I don't want you to do this. A lot of times it's way more subtle and it's way more laid out and planned out so they would get you isolated and you would never have a clue that it was their doing. So let's dive in. So six mentalities. So the first one is the victim mentality. Okay, a narcissist will have a victim mentality to keep you in isolation. And that is just playing off the fact that you're not spending time with them. 
Maybe they haven't spent time with you the entire week and all of a sudden you come home and you're like, hey, I need to go spend time with with friends that I've planned for like a month and like, but I'm here. Like, why won't you spend time with me? Like, I can't believe like you're ditching me to go spend time with someone else. Like, don't you care about me? Don't you care about us? Like, I thought we were working on this. I thought like whatever it might be, they'll switch it around and play off that they're the victim. They're the one, you know, getting left. They're the one getting rejected by you going out and you doing something. Then you also have the obsessive mentality of always doing everything together. You see, early on in the relationship, this feels great. It's like amazing. It's like, wow, like the love bombing stage of like, we're just meant to be. We spend so much time together. It's so amazing. Like we went on our first date and we haven't not seen each other for the next like three years. Like it'll be so constant that it'll manipulate and it'll control every single aspect of your life. Because this person will come in and that that wonderful, nice, happy feeling slowly turns into, wait a second, I kind of feel like I'm chained to this person now because we literally do everything together 24-7, leaving you no time to work on your own self-help or to engage with other friends and family because it's all about them. Be careful of that obsession that happens early on in the relationship that seems nice and seems loving ends up being controlling down the road. So victim mentality, obsessive mentality. Then I have a divider mentality. Okay, so it's divide and conquer. So like thinking through different relationships, thinking through how they are. A narcissist's goal is not to say, hey, you can't spend time with them. It's say, hey, let me drive a wedge in between you and someone else. Let me actually slowly separate you and the other person so that that best friend, that person that you love and that you care about is no longer really that best friend in your life. The thing is they can make this up. They can manipulate in a million different ways saying a lot of times, hey, did you hear what so-and-so said about you? Did you, did you see what they did? Like, I don't know if you want to see the screenshot, but like, this is what they said. Oftentimes manipulating in crazy different ways to be able to convince another person that something's going on there or something's wrong or that person doesn't like them or that person said something that's offensive. All these different times things just to divide and put a wedge and slowly increase that time away from each other. Okay. Then you also have number four, financial mentality. Okay. That control aspect of controlling your spending, your shopping. Okay. But also when it comes to isolation, it can, it's controlled of like visiting others, going on vacation, like spending time with friends and family of like, we don't have money for you to go out. Like, why would you do that? And very much controlling that whole aspect with a lot of financial abuse. Okay. That's a whole nother video to do with financial abuse. Then you also have number five, controlling plans mentality. Okay, of them having to be the one in charge. Like you're not gonna plan stuff, they have to plan stuff because they have to be in control of it. They have to hold all the plans, all the ideas in charge. Sometimes you might not have a clue of where you're going or what you're doing, but they have to be in control of it. And so when they're in control of it, they can guide it, they can shape it. They can be like, yeah, we're gonna spend time with your family, but it's gonna be like a half hour lunch because we have this and this and this to do. So like controlling the aspect of how much exposure you get to the friends and family that you have in your life. And the last one I have is the disrupted plans mentality, okay? And this is the idea where you have plans and it could have been last minute plans. It could have been a plans you had for a year that all of a sudden they come out and they say, oh, gosh, like we were gonna do this, but then you had to go ahead and make plans. Like we were gonna go you know, to the movies, but then you had to decide to have supper with your, your sister. Like you, you were gonna go you know, plan on doing this vacation, but then you decide to go visit and doing everything to be able to blame you of like, hey, you're the reason we're not connecting. You're the reason that we're not engaged. Like you're the reason that this is a rough spot. And then what you do is you change and you're like, oh my gosh, let me cancel those plans. We'll do what you wanna do because you finally see, oh, they're making an effort. 
a lot of times, not all the time, but a lot of times people will do that. And then narcissists change your plans be like, ha, I got you to get rid of your plans. Now I'm going to cancel the, the date or the vacation or whatever, because like, I can't believe you betrayed me in that way. And then they don't do anything. And then as a result, you stay stuck even more in a really, really crappy environment. So narcissists like to isolate you. A lot of times they do it with a victim mentality, obsessive mentality, dividing mentality, financial mentality, control and controlling plans mentality, and disrupting plans mentality to be able to control you and to be able to manipulate you. If any of those ring through, like you want to make sure that you're being careful of the person that you're with and you're also getting help. Would love to have you reach out. Would love to be able to talk to you and help guide you through some of the crazy making that you're going through, whether that's to get out, whether that's just to get clarity, or whether that's to help coach you towards healing, growth, and change as you move forward. Thanks so much and y'all have a great day.